Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. So I was talking to a client recently and we started to talk about things that had happened in previous relationships that she'd had and the difficulties that she'd experienced. And we started to talk about the kind of terminology that is now used in modern relationships to describe modern relationships and modern dating and how helpful that sometimes these phrases can be in order to help you to understand the space that you've been in in the past to know that it happens on a regular enough basis for someone to have given it a name or coined a phrase for it. So what I thought I'd do today is just go through some of those modern relationship terms to so that you can maybe understand a little bit more about what's happened in your previous relationship history. That there may be something that has happened that you weren't quite able to understand. Maybe not got closure over. Because I know with my client, once we were able to talk through that this is actually a thing that happens, it wasn't just her experience. It actually gave us some kind of understanding and closure on those difficulties that she'd had in the past. And what better place to start than something that we are uh, recording this in November. So... We're in the middle of the season right now, and the season is called cuffing season. So this is a time of year when the temperatures start to drop. Uh, People are talking about doing couple-y Christmas events, um, spending time with their partners and what they're going to be doing over this time. Uh, They're going to be snuggling up in the warmth and... Perhaps then somebody might make a some kind of mad dash not to be single and just start dating somebody because they don't want to be on their own. And it's called cuffing season because it lasts generally from the beginning of winter through to the spring. And some people will genuinely only want to be in a relationship until spring arrives. Um, and where others perhaps will settle for people for entirely the wrong reasons uh, because they've got their cuffing goggles on. Uh, cuffing goggles, if you have ever heard of the term beer goggles, it um, describes the fact that people become more attractive the more alcohol that you drink. And it's the same with your cuffing goggles. You end up dating people being with people that you wouldn't really normally give the time of day to they're not really your type or you know you're just settling for something because you just don't want to be on your own during these winter months so if you are perhaps in looking for a relationship with somebody but you might be feeling that actually you're just being used or you're a temporary measure for somebody until the spring arrives 
then here's a few warning signs for you to be aware of. Uh, so one of them was in the conversations that you have, you never talk about the future. Um, it's great living in the moment, but if you want something long term and there's a reluctance in the person that you're with, talk about anything that might be months into the future, um, then you might find that they're not really making plans for that space with you. So if you want to test that out with them, then maybe you would like to talk about things for your future and see how engaged they are and whether they see themselves as part of your plan as you move forward. And if that's not aligned with you, then maybe they're not in this for the long run. The communication never really gets too deep. The things that you talk about are on the surface. It's just stuff. And maybe you talk about the news and other bits and pieces, but there's no real talk of feelings, um, more deep and meaningfuls. And there maybe you'll recognise that they're not engaging with you in that way that you're not being listened to, you're maybe not important enough to them and they're not going to be around for very long. Look out for the sign that you're not aware of, that you, you know much about them. So how much do you actually know about this person? Do you know anything about their family? Do they share their hopes and their dreams? Or perhaps something as simple as just knowing if they like a cat or dog? or aren't an animal lover at all. Uh, someone who isn't really committed is unlikely to tell you much about themselves. Um, they won't talk about their past very much and they definitely won't express their future as we already mentioned. So if you ask more questions about them, if they're unwilling to give you any information, then perhaps they just really don't want you to know that much about them because they're not going to be there for very long. Leading on, from that, there's a phrase called stashing. So are they stashing you? So you don't get to meet their family or their friends. You just spend all of your time maybe snuggled up together, just the two of you. You don't really go out a huge amount. Um, so they're just keeping you hidden away, someone to come and see when they need that space. Um, but don't really share you with anyone else in their lives. As mentioned before, they don't really do that kind of deep and meaningful conversation. So therefore, there's also a lack of real connection. They don't really <clears throat> share emotions with you. They don't really connect with you physically with sort of longer hugs. There's no emotionality from them. It's all very kind of short and sharp experiences. So there's no real commitment. You're just seeing each other, perhaps. There's no talk about you kind of going exclusive or having any kind of label in your relationship at all. Another sign that this may be just a cuffing season fling. It may feel fun, but actually it's a bit empty. There's no real depth and there's no growth. You're not really going anywhere. And there definitely won't be any trust because you're not sharing anything with them and they're not sharing anything with you to build any trust. You don't really know what they're doing, where they're going, who they're spending their time with. You don't really know how they respond to certain situations. And you definitely won't feel like they've got your back. These are just some signs that cuffing season is here and that you could be involved with somebody um, that is just seeing you in that space. Or again, if you are acting in this way, 
You might think you want to be in a relationship with somebody, but actually you are just doing it for the same reasons. Another phrase that is um, very common, there's a TV program about it, and it's catfishing. So what is catfishing? Well, catfishing is a term uh, to describe when someone is having an online relationship with you, but you're really not sure who they are. Um, you're not sure um, whether they're actually the real person that they're saying they are. And they could be leading you up the garden path, pretending to be somebody in order to lead you on to get something from you. Um, um, some of the episodes that I've seen, it's actually to get their own back on people. And there are certain signs to look out for that you could be being catfished by someone online. Um, one of the major ones is obviously they refuse to video chat with you. Um, so their refusal to talk to you face to face on a video is one of the biggest signs that you are being catfished by them. They may come up with a multitude of excuses why they can't talk with you face to face. And you know what, generally it could be that they're quite shy. But if this goes on for too long, then it could be that you're being catfished. Another sign is that they never send you a selfie and the moment that you ask for one. So they could be telling you that they are in a certain place and then you say, oh, send me a picture uh, and they won't. They'll just send you pictures of something random or afterwards or this is where I've been and but they were actually engaged with you in the moment that they're doing it. So if you wanted to maybe ask them to take a specific picture of a specific place that they say they're in or holding something, um, then and they don't, they're not able to do that or won't do that, then it's likely that they're not in the places or doing the things that they're saying that they are. Um, and they're just sending you random pictures of the person they're pretending to be. You might find that they're, they're quite difficult to get hold of on the phone. They don't even really want to talk to you on the phone. Um, because if you if they might send you videos or other things that they've copied from somebody off of the internet. When, and then if you obviously talk to them on the phone, then you're going to know their voices don't match. Uh, or maybe if it is someone that's trying to get some kind of revenge on you in some way, you'll recognise their voice and you'll know who it is. So you'll find that they're very difficult to tie down on a phone call. Um, they always have a reason not to meet you in, uh, in person or they're actually always cancelling on you. Um, and if those reasons are a bit outlandish and dramatic and over the top and they you know they're kind of making things up uh just be mindful of the fact that uh if you're constantly being let down by them or they really don't want to meet up with you again it's unlikely that'll go on for too long just through shyness uh, but it could be but if it goes on for too long just be mindful they might be leading you down a garden path listen to your trusted friends and loved ones in these circumstances if they're kind of showing you there are red flags and that you need to be wary of what's going on um, trust them and their opinion because you might be a little bit lost in what you're doing and in your relationship and 
you're trying to see things that aren't there or you're allowing yourself to see things that don't exist. But if you've got trusted people that are giving you kind of warning signs, then do take those things on board. Another thing to watch out for with catfishing actually is if the pictures that they've got up or keep sending you, I mean, they're just too gorgeous to be true. You know, if they're ridiculously good looking, then, you know, some people like want to hide their identity, but they generally want to put their best, a best quality kind of photo forward. Because obviously the better looking generally, the more responses they're going to get to their catfishing identity. Um, and if they are ridiculously good looking, then it could be that they, they've, they've stolen some model pictures from somewhere. Um, again, so just be mindful of that. And obviously the biggest kind of signal to worry about is if they start asking for any kind of financial investment. Perhaps they've got a sick relative or they would love to come and see you, but they can't afford it. And could you send them some money? Um, you know, just be mindful if if the money comes up at all and you've never met them, um, that it's very unlikely that they're a genuine person. And the thing I was talking about with my client <clears throat> was ghosting. Now, this is quite a common trait in something else that I talk about when I talk about attachment styles. I think I've, and I've mentioned this in the podcast before. Ghosting is a behavior that's quite common in avoidant type people. Um, so this is when somebody will break off a relationship by stopping communication with you. Um, usually it will be an intimate relationship and you've been together for maybe a little while and the communication all of a sudden comes to some kind of grounding halt. There doesn't seem to be any warning or justification. There's no fight or breakup that leads to it. And then they're very likely then just to ignore any kind of attempts you make to get in contact with them or trying to communicate with them at all. And this generally happens because someone has switched off from the relationship. So there are signs that you can look out for to tell if you're being ghosted or maybe ghosting is on the horizon. So perhaps they will start pulling out of agreed dates, plans that you've made. They would usually be making time to see you or making arrangements to see you, planning things to do with you, and they stop doing those types of things. Or when you make plans with them, they just consistently cancel on you, maybe don't even turn up. Um, again, coming out of those really rocky type of excuses, maybe always the same one, family members are ill, um, you can't really kind of get in touch with them and they're trying to block every attempt basically to just hang out with you. And it's a shift from what it used to be like. So there's a change that you're noticing in this. Perhaps they would have sent you good morning and good night texts or checked in with you during the day to make sure you're okay, see what kind of day you're having. Now I know that that can kind of change anyway as people become overly familiar um, then maybe the full-on effort that they were making at the beginning of a relationship can change. But it's also a sign that somebody's waning in their interest and starting to back away from you. So if you notice that they're no longer, you're no longer the first thing they think of in the morning or the last thing they think of at night, and that's something they were doing before, 
then it could be that their interest in you is starting to disconnect and they could be declining in their interest in this relationship. They could start changing from being full on at the relationship beginning, um, wanting to see you all the time, saying that, you know, talking about future plans with you. Again, that would be a massive red flag if too early in the relationship anyway. But if you've kind of been seeing them for a little while and you have been sort of talking about um, maybe moving on together in a serious relationship in the future and they all of a sudden they're in, you know, I'm not really looking for anything serious. They're starting to back off a little bit in the things that they're saying. They've stopped talking about those future plans. Um, it could be that they are starting to consider ending the relationship um, and eventually we'll just cut off contact with you altogether. Again, with the communication, not just with the text, they just communicate less in generally. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Can you cut that little bit out of there? <coughs> so, as I mentioned earlier on, they communicate just less in general, so it's not just the texts, but actually they just communicate at a different level with you. You know, they're not sharing so much about themselves. Um, they're not giving you as much as they used to. So just a few signs there that someone might be ghosting you. And obviously if they do cut off contact with you completely and then you can't get back in touch with them, you have definitely been ghosted. Along with ghosting, there is breadcrumbing. And this is another thing that my client had expressed that had happened with her previous relationships. So breadcrumbing is when someone kind of flirts with you periodically to keep you interested, but doesn't really ever intend on committing or putting in much effort. So you might then say, oh, I'm not putting up with this anymore. Um, they're wasting my time. And you start to sort of drift away and show less interest in them. And then all of a sudden um, they come back and can get you hooked back in again into their little games that they're playing to keep you in their picture. So signs that you might be being breadcrumbed or had this in the past is um, maybe you give them a lot more attention than they give you. So your reply to their texts, their calls, You'll put more effort in to see them. You'll make more effort when you go out. Um, you know, the way that you look. You'll maybe pay for more things. And they really just don't seem to care much. They might check in irregularly. They might blue tick you a bit. They might take forever to answer your calls. And never really show you any compassion, concern, understanding or care. Because they're just keeping you in a space which is comfortable for them. If, again, as I mentioned, you start to pull away from them and they come towards you a bit more, uh, they might start flirting with you a little bit, um, just sort of keeping you on their radar and encouraging you to participate in the relationship again, just to make sure you're still there. If you're feeling unimportant or used, again, just keep an eye on how you're feeling about situations. It's the same with all of these things. Sometimes your gut will be telling you something that you're not listening to. So if you feel like you really don't matter to them, if when you're thinking about them, you often feel unhappy and confused, maybe undervalued, 
And if those negative feelings outweigh any positives that you get from them, then they're definitely not a healthy space for you to be in. Again, trust your friends, the people that you you know you do trust that's got your that have your best interests at heart. If someone's telling you what's going on and you don't really want to hear it, um, make sure you listen to the people that you trust. If they're unsure about what's going on for you and you know that they have your best interests at heart, then they're going to be telling you to back away um, because they can see this is doing you no good. If you notice that maybe they've got ulterior motive for things, maybe they hide things from you, maybe don't tell you the whole truth, in fact, can be just downright dishonest. Um, they're not really interested in keeping you there for a positive reason, so they have no reason to give you any kind of honesty. So if they're stories that they're telling you, things that they told you before really don't make sense anymore, that they've got their kind of stories confused and mixed up, they could be just telling you things just to keep you hanging on in there. I've talked about gaslighting before and there is a, there is a whole episode on the podcast about gaslighting um, but just to put simply gaslighting is when someone tries to manipulate you gain some kind of power over you coerce you uh, into feeling that you're going mad basically um, so they will do anything they can to kind of undermine you make them seem and appear right all of the time so that you will start to question your own thoughts, question your own feelings, and eventually, if it goes on for too long, uh, question your own sanity. So if you want to know more about gaslighting, please do go back to um, the gaslighting episode. It's called Gaslighting because it's based on a play called Gaslight, um, where um, a gentleman, I call him a gentleman, um, this bloke <laughs> some guy was trying to make his wife feel like she was going mad um, because what he'd done he'd um, murdered a lady that lived in an apartment upstairs and every time he went up to the flat to try and find her valuables he the gaslights would dim in their own house and the wife was questioning why the lights were dimming and he was eventually trying to convince her that she was going crazy, that it was just a figment of her imagination so he could get on with his nefarious deeds. Some other terms following on from sort of ghosting and breadcrumbing. Um, after ghosting, there's a thing now called haunting. Um, so people that generally would ghost, they might pop back up into into your life uh, without warning or an explanation. Uh, it's generally not that direct, so it could be like a. Uh, it's not going to be a text or a phone call. It's quite subtle, um, possibly through social media. Um, they might react to your pictures on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and these kind of things will take you by surprise. They're really lazy attempts to connect with you. And they really just want to see if you're still around or interested. Um, but they're not kind of trying to engage with you in a, in a really deeper level. They just want you to know that they're still there. 
submarining that's similar to haunting uh, but instead of it being subtle um, they'll resurface they'll just resurface like a submarine um, so they might reach out um, like nothing's ever happened no apology no acknowledgement for anything that's happened before that um, and they'll just find ways of trying to um, resurface in your life and uh, get you back interested so they can maybe play out the same types of games they played before we have zombieing zombie describes someone that does a bit of ghosting um that'll just pop back years months um from the original ghosting behavior just to try and re-establish a connection with you um they might even try and fool you to show you that they've changed. They're a brand new person, that what they did originally they didn't mean. Um, can you forgive them and all that stuff? Um, but actually they've not changed and they're just trying to get back into a relationship with you because you served a purpose for them before and they want that need met with you again. So they're just going to play games with you until they've had enough and then start ghosting you again. There's a new thing called orbiting. Uh, that's a person that just sort of hangs around in the background on your social media. It's a bit like stalking online. You don't really have any sort of engagement with them. They don't comment. They don't, there's no conversations. There's no real attempts at any connection. But you know that uh, they might be kind of liking posts. Um, and you you know that they're there in the background um, but they're not ready to kind of leave you alone completely so it's likely to be someone that's ghosted you um, and again they're just not quite ready to walk out of your life completely but they're also not going to make too much of an effort to contact you benching is another thing that people are doing um, so basically they're just keeping you on their bench for when they need you uh, it's like a short-term cuffing, I guess. Um, they'll just call you up when they've got nothing else better to do, no one else to see. So they're just going to keep you hanging on in there um, because you serve a purpose for them when they've got nothing else to do. So don't ever be anybody on anybody's bench. Um, and there's something there they called the, the slow fade, which is like ghosting, but is done very very slowly uh, i heard someone describe this as like being um chinese torture not the water torture when they cut you with a thousand pieces of paper uh, rather than just cutting you out completely and, and 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 chopping your head off they just slowly um give you these thousand cuts of paper to uh and cause you huge amounts of pain uh, make it very difficult for you to like kind of let go but draw out this ending that's so um unhealthy um and people will do that because they don't have the ability courage to just sort of say that they're not interested in a relationship anymore and they'll just leave you hanging on there causing you untold amount of problems until they're ready to disappear or hopefully um you tell them to get out of your life so there are a few things to watch out for um, as far as these 
relationship terms are concerned. Um, the last one I'm just going to talk about is a situationship, uh, something I've heard of mentioned a fair few times in the last year or so. Um, and basically, this is just two people entering in a romantic relationship of some kind out of convenience. Um, or just because, you know, you want to be with somebody, but are not really that bothered about having a deep and meaningful relationship. But again, if that's OK for both of you, then that's great. But if it's like the cuffing season, perhaps when they're just with you because there's nothing else better going on and that's not what you want then you need to make sure this situation ship is something that suits both of you. I hope this has been helpful, finding out a little bit about what these terms mean nowadays. If you recognise anything that's happened to you or that you might be in that situation right now and there are things that you're unhappy with, um, there are a few things that I've mentioned that you can try to implement just to see if this person is actually in this space with you or is doing these types of things and if it doesn't suit you it's not the right thing for you make sure that you don't allow it to happen any longer thank you for listening please subscribe follow and review the show that is very much appreciated and please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy intimate relationships in your life I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.